Bloodstone Subspecies 2 picks up right where the original left off, and our favourite vampire Radu once again has evil on the agenda. Don't worry though, because a powerful new force has arrived to stop him. The daughter of William Shatner. Welcome everyone to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter and joining me as always is Tim. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things we could be doing during the October thon, and Tim has has hijacked the whole the whole month by wanting to do the subspecies movies. So we're here today to talk about Bloodstone <laughs> subspecies two. Uh, they're, they're trying to be fancy by putting the subtitle first. They're doing the the Lost World Jurassic Park kind of kind of thing here. Well, it worked out for them, because I'm pretty sure this was up for an Academy Award. I, I don't think that's true, Tim. <laughs> no? Best Radu in a movie? <laughs> Best Radu in a movie. <laughs> Something tells me that category was made just for subspecies, Tim. Just a just sneaking, sneaking feeling. But yes, welcome uh, to the show. Uh, we're, we're, oh, thank you. <laughs> Usually don't welcome me, but... I was talking to the audience, Tim, not, not you. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the show, everyone. We we did subspecies. We're here to do subspecies. my knock. <laughs> we did subspecies one. We're here today to talk about subspecies two, uh, which is the second of five in the franchise. And I know that we're at least going to do the third one as well this month. So look forward to that. I know I am. <laughs> yeah, we'll at least do the third and at least the fourth. <laughs> and at least the fifth. <laughs> but no more beyond that. I can't promise anything else beyond, the, beyond that. I give Tim like this list of movies that had some heavy hitters, had some <laughs> recent films we need to do, and he keeps ignoring them and says, I don't think I get a more depressing message than when Tim sent me a message saying, Peter, I've watched Subspecies 2. That's next. <laughs> I'm like, what? Why? Why? <laughs> Listen, we're trying to knock out like a lot of you know newer twenty twenty three movies, right? Mm-hmm. And the fifth subspecies movie came out this year, so we got to work up to it. So it's like, <laughs> it's not like this is all for naught, you know. This, like there, there's a reason behind this. <laughs> like we're we're you know we we said we wanted to cover, you know, the best of the best, the most classic horror franchises there are, and you know there was a, a new entry that. You know, got a lot of buzz, uh, you know, this year. So, you know, I've, I've, it was something that we needed to do, you know. Quote, unquote, a lot of buzz. I, I want to see the receipts on this buzz that you're talking about. <laughs> People are buzzing. <laughs> I don't in know the, if I believe you. Some of the sewing circles I've been in, you know. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, I had to get the, uh, the Full Moon Pictures... Um, channel on amazon prime they've got like their own little streaming service which is part of prime and, and it's only conveniently uh three hundred dollars for the whole year <laughs> no no it's just fairly priced it's like four four pounds a month it's not it's not a big deal okay uh but i i i, I was looking through what else they had because like they have they have puppet master they have subspecies they mm -hmm. have transfers and i'm like but what else do of they course. have They've got a bunch of cheap-looking shit, let's be honest. And as I was looking through them, I was browsing before I started the movie, and there was, like, a lot where it was, like, you know, a girl in a bikini or something on the poster, looked really cheap. 
but can Ooh, I say the name of that one? <laughs> I'll have to double check for you. But I was thinking, okay, they've got a lot of just like you know T and A to to bring in the audience for what's probably going to be a really cheap movie. And I actually clicked on one just to see like how cheap it looked because it looked. I think it was actually like the mid two thousands. It wasn't that new. Um, but it was actually just straight up a softcore porno. Like, there were, like <laughs> I just get five minutes in, and there was just a sex scene happening that was clearly oh. what, what the whole thing was. So, was one of the people in the sex scene ready? Unfortunately, no, it was not. <laughs> so, don't forget to work the balls. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, I laugh at like some places that have got their own streaming services. The idea that. Full Moon think they've got enough to warrant a full streaming service, but it's like three B tier franchises and then just trash as far as well, the eye can see. The the thing that's funny to me is yes, they have their own streaming service, but also yes, ninety percent of their titles are on Tubi for free. So uh I'm not sure what the you know financial plan for them is but <laughs> I'm sure Tubi pays them the big advertising bucks. So that's yeah. I mean they're they're getting a spike in uh in my viewing this month. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. Whoever's I'm... like you know do, doing the receipts over there just like yeah a lot of people are watching subspecies this month and should we do a six movie? Or... Uh and by proxy they're getting a spike from me cuz uh <laughs> I have to watch them since you decided to watch them. So here we are. Yeah. Uh I'm so... surprised you didn't make it make a uh, a buffy joke when they're talking about getting a spike but okay. It's a vampire movie, Tim. I'll have, I'll have plenty of chances, okay? There's a lot of vampire stuff. There's a lot of slaying going on. Actually, there's not really a lot of either of those things. It's, for a vampire movie, it's actually quite subdued on those elements, but we'll get into all that. Uh, this species. This one takes place after the first one, but when I say that, I mean like right after. Like It picks up just on like the night of. Although... Uh, the actress has changed from the main character of the last movie, and she's that like happens sometimes. She's like semi main character in this one. It's kind of her sister who mm-hmm. comes in, who's maybe kind of the main character. To be honest, the movie can't really decide which one we're supposed to focus on more. So both mm-hmm. of them feel kind of slightly shortchanged as far as how much development yeah. either of them get. But who, who's the Shatner? Which one is Shat- Shatting it up? The sister who comes uh, to try and find. Uh, so so the sister who comes okay, in is Becky. Rebecca. Yeah, Michelle's the one from the first movie. So Rebecca comes in. She's played by Melanie Shatner, who is, she, yes... Someone was watching Full House when they wrote the script. <laughs> she, she is the daughter of William Shatner. Uh, mm-hmm. I did not recognize anything of Shatner in her. I did not notice any acting sensibilities. Mm-hmm. There was no weird dramatic pauses to note, but... She was the one we see naked, right? No. No, oh, okay. <laughs> no, no Michelle, Michelle was the one that had the random full frontal scene in the shower for no reason. That was her. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen, like, a, a little bit of Bush in the movie. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Forgot that that's a thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. What was that? What was that? Uh documentary that uh the bowling for columbine oh, guys did men? oh um uh <laughs> after Fahrenheit that nine one one yeah that one yeah <laughs> is that the last time you saw a little bush in a movie tim <laughs> very good yeah <laughs> Do you know how hard it was trying to think of a movie that President Bush was in? <laughs> Just so I could make that joke. 
Well, I mean, he they literally made a movie about him called W. <laughs> I don't recall this at all. It was, uh, uh, what's his name? Oliver Stone? Oliver Stone. See, I guess that because he's done like four other direct <laughs> yeah. or four other president movies. <laughs> oh, uh, starring Thanos himself, Joshua Brolin. Joshua Brolin. Yeah. <laughs> Played two of the most vile <laughs> characters in history, George W. Bush and Thanos. <laughs> Oops, did we get too political? People got a thumbs down now? We'll do it. I dare you. <laughs> Well, you think they're upset because you called Thanos one of the most evil people <laughs> in all of fiction? Well, that... <laughs> sure. <laughs> he was misunderstood. Okay, so, yes, this movie follows both <laughs> Michelle from the first film, who is now a vampire, and also Rebecca, who's come to find and help her sister, uh, who ends up teaming up with a guy from the U.S. Embassy and a professor at the museum, uh, to try and find out what happened to to Michelle and all of that. And meanwhile, uh, Michelle, when she leaves the, the, the palace at the start, takes the bloodstone with her. So Radu is very upset and wants his bloodstone back. Hence the title, Bloodstone. Although he also really cared about the bloodstone in the first movie, so it doesn't really feel like it's unique to the sequel. So I don't know why it's called Bloodstone, other than the fact that he just thought it sounded good. But regardless, Does... here we are. Am I forgetting something? But does the bloodstone actually do something? Like I remember, you could drink from it, and like the king was drinking from it, so he didn't have to drink other yeah, vampires' blood. But that, that, that's basically it. I mean, I, I think there's an implication <laughs> in the first movie that it also gives you power. But all we've ever really hmm. seen is that it kind of just creates blood for a vampire to drink, so they don't have to <laughs> yeah. hurt anyone. So, which is you... not what Redu wants to do. No, he, <laughs> he wants, wants to hurt people. He just wants it, but he, then he also wants to hurt people because he enjoys that. Mm. So, uh, actually, my big thing here, Tim, can I just, I want to get something off my chest as we start yeah, this Yeah, please get your review. big thing off your chest. I will get my big thing <laughs> off my chest. Thank you very much. <laughs> and that is that we complained in the first movie, a movie that is called Subspecies, and we're introduced to these little blood demons that come from Radu's blood <laughs> that are the titular subspecies and how little <laughs> they were actually used in that movie. <laughs> Gee, have you got a feeling where I'm going with this, Tim? <laughs> well they have a very pivotal scene in the beginning of the film oh yes yes they have one pivotal scene right at the very start and then correct me if i'm wrong i don't think we ever see them again no i i don't believe we do <laughs> i don't have to add anything that's my point that's my point that's out there for everyone to see, for to see. anyway before we get any further we're technically spoiler free territory right now we're not doing spoilers yet so uh i'll Damn just it. I'll just ask Tim the, the question. I so badly wanted to spoil something for these freaks <laughs> that listen to the show. <laughs> that was far too sexual sounding for my liking, Tim. <laughs> listen, we have a very, you know, there's a very casual audience that likes to dip in whenever we do a big new popular movie. But, you know, when we're doing something like the second subspecies movie, it's only the hardcore freaks that are listening. And those are the those are the listeners that we love the best. <laughs> Sound off in the comments if you're a hardcore freak. <laughs> oh, taking a turn, Tim. What did you think of some species too? <laughs> uh, you might be a little surprised, but I actually, kind of dug this movie. Um, 
so the uh, as a the opening is, is you know it's kind of short but it, i do think it is pretty cool and the the big complaint you know that we had about the first movie was that it was just a really dull middle section um i there are definitely parts of this movie that does get dull, but I didn't feel it as much uh, as I did with the first movie. Uh, I thought this one was definitely uh, a bit more exciting. Um, they introduce uh, a new character who, uh, yeah, I really like. You know, the first one, uh, you know, I mentioned a lot just how much I love Radu and that, you know, I just wanted to be the Radu show. And I, I do think we get more Radu and then also introduced to... Uh, well, I just—I guess I'll just go say this. Uh, this mummy character, who I, I also think uh, is just like a, a straight-up freak, but is really fun uh, uh, to watch. Um, uh, they do pull something in the beginning that that is a little shitty, uh, a little alien uh, cubed esque kind of uh, thing, let's say. Mm. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean. I didn't really care about that person anyway, so I, I'm not. <laughs> I guess I, that doesn't really bother me that much. Um, I I don't mind Becky. I, I think yeah, why why not? Like yeah, sister, put her in the movie. You know, I usually say that, but um, the you know the you know friends that she makes along the way, I don't really care too much for. They're they're pretty you know forgettable or whatever. But um, yeah, I, I think there is like some fun vampire stuff, and I don't know I. I I don't know the like obviously I, I think of something that you said um during another review which i, I don't know if it, it's out yet because uh man we're recording so much stuff this month you're welcome uh <laughs> but yeah a lot of it may might be out of order but you know you mentioned something uh when we were doing a, a review of a, a jalo movie and you, you kind of said that like you know that you know that there's a ceiling that you can go with these type of movies that you know you can't really you know, even when they're good or you like them, you know, you can only go so far. And I, I do kind of feel similar with this where, uh, yeah, like it's, you know, a straight to video full moons <laughs> picture, which doesn't mean it can't be enjoyable. But yeah, there is like only, you know, so high that you can go on it. Uh, I probably sound like I'm giving my final thoughts and rankings right now, but don't worry, I'm not going to. But uh, I, I was just thinking about that because it's like, uh, yeah, I, I uh, you know, I'm not saying it's a perfect masterpiece or anything, but I actually did have fun. Uh, watching this for what it was uh and I, i'd say more so than the second one um more so than the third one who knows i, I watched it already but i won't spoil any uh feelings about that you can't, you can't um, spoil anything did we be blessed we're doing that soon Tim? i'm, not, I'm spoil not spoiling that. anything I, I said i specifically said i'm not spoiling uh, okay. even though you know these hardcore freaks really want it spoiled to them they said, spoil me daddy but like no no <laughs> you must wait your chance uh so the <laughs> uh one thing i will say um i don't think this is a spoiler but um you know you said this movie picks up right where the last one left off i will say the third movie does the exact same thing and you probably could have condensed you know these first three movies i, I haven't seen the fourth one so i don't know if it's right after as well but you probably could have condensed these all into one movie uh which like yeah you know if you cut out some of the dull parts and the characters aren't as interesting uh i think maybe there could have been a really solid like epic two and a half hour species <laughs> oh, movie oh god uh, no no that sounds <laughs> awful tim one of the few benefits mm. these movies have is that they're 85 minutes and they don't dare that's true go over that's it. true <laughs> <laughs> okay but you go now <laughs> i mean it's 
a bit better than the first one. Hell yeah, <laughs> same page, <laughs> same page, bros. Uh, I, don't I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I it was quite the same page. It's it's people want to start making T-shirts. Same page, bro, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> same page, brothers. I like the movie. There's a lot of similar things to the first one. It has a mm -hmm. pretty solid practical effect in the opening scene, and then does mm -hmm. nothing remotely similar to it the rest of the movie. The first one did that too, right? Very true. Right. <laughs> so this movie does that again. It. It, it, it uses a lot of the same locations, so clearly the reason why they made this mm -hmm. franchise in the first place is because they had access to these like, old buildings that are in a field mm -hmm. somewhere in Romania, which, you know, fair enough, right? <laughs> Use what you mm -hmm. can. It does at least give some variety this time because there's some stuff at a hotel, some stuff in the city. It's <laughs> a little bit more diverse in terms of location, uh, mm -hmm. but it does take some wild swings. Uh, overall, I'd say it's better. There was definitely still times, though, where I was getting a little bit, like bored or my attention was starting to to wane and for sure yeah it's you not know, perfect I, you know it, it's definitely a put on whilst you're doing something else movie obviously mm -hmm. i was paying full attention to it because we were going to talk about it but sometimes with you know when we do a movie like this i'm like oh god this is clearly this is definitely something you have mm -hmm. to be like playing a video game or something while you're watching it because it's just oh yeah it's yeah. not get enough <laughs> there's not enough meat in the bone to really <laughs> just pay attention to it fully uh, which is, it's kind of amazing that these kind of just okay but watchable movies almost have this new lease of life <coughs> in the modern day because in the modern day we have all these options of, of listening to podcasts or playing video games mm -hmm. or doing the second screen experience, right? Mm -hmm. Back when this came out and you put it on like, it was the, it was the Stone Age you didn't have podcasts <laughs> to listen to you didn't have handheld, I mean you may have had a Game Boy I suppose, but like yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, that's all you had. You had Tetris. You had old school. And Tetris is great. Don't get me wrong. But that's all you had. So, yeah. you know, in that sense, if you want some background fodder and mm -hmm. you have access to uh, subspecies too, then sure, it's it's perfectly <laughs> fine. Uh, but there's also some, some swings here. There's some things that feel like a retcon the first bit. Like, so just to give an example here, somewhere in the middle of the movie, Rebecca, the sister, and Mel, the guy from the U U.S. Embassy, they go to the museum, and this was the museum that gave the girls in the first movie their placement at this, you know, palace to study it, right? This was the local <laughs> museum that kind of, like, gave them all that permission and whatever. And they go and talk <laughs> to this this guy, this professor, and he's going on a bit, he's talking about his booze and whatever else he's saying, and they ask him oh, can you tell us what they were out there studying, what my sister and her friends were studying? And this guy, the first thing he says is, yes, vampires. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I seem to recall in the first movie them never uttering that word. All they ever said was we're here to study history and folklore and, and the ruins. They never, ever once talked about vampires. Even once Radu was around, I don't even think they used the word vampire. But all of a sudden, this guy's like, yeah, they were out there looking for vampires. Where are they? <laughs> I don't believe you, sir. I don't believe you one bit. That definitely sounds like a guy that knows too much who just slipped up. He's like, oh, no, shit. <laughs> I should have just said history. <laughs> now they're going to know there's vampires here. Oh, dear. So, yeah, that, that was I should say vampire. <laughs> was like, moment. <laughs> I do wonder, like, how many vampires are in this world? Like, it feels like there might just be a couple. <laughs> it's like, well, in the first movie, like, the yeah, the king, he was, like, the king of the vampires, but it's, like, 
where are your your subjects sir <laughs> <laughs> um well there's two in this one technically because michelle's a vampire yeah. she's mm-hmm. round about being all vampire but uh yeah so it's a it's a weird movie uh it, it yeah spoilers everyone you ready for spoilers <laughs> <laughs> i mean what else is there to talk about like, with the, like... um this might sound crazy to say but there were like some generally like good shots <laughs> like I, I thought in this movie like uh there was a couple of times where i was like oh like i thought that looked pretty cool like like early on there's like kind of like like the first you know 15 20 20ish it's minutes or whatever of the movie uh you know, essentially it's kind of like this chase scene between you know michelle and redu and like there's a scene where you know she's running away and you know this train's going by in the background and then you see like redu's shadow like you know, um, large and looming, like over the train as it passes by. And I was like, you know, I, I generally think like this looks pretty cool. So I don't know, like, I, you know, it, it's not like that for the whole movie, but the, you know, there's little instances like here and there that I thought like, oh, I, I will admire the, you know, filmmaking <laughs> for this movie, which, you know, is not something you always expect to, to see <laughs> when you're watching subspecies too, but. Yeah, there's kind of in a vacuum. I wouldn't say that there's good scenes per se, but there's definitely individual mm. shots that are not bad. Uh, yeah, and that was kind of true in the first one as well, to be fair. And it is like the actual locations where Radu comes from is is the same places. I recognize the little archway. I recognize the bedroom <laughs> that the girls were staying in. Um, like all of it was clearly the same on location place that they had access to, uh, even mm. though they they at least realized they had to shake it up by having more locations in the second one because yeah. if it was just them like hanging out around the fields around this palace again i'd have been like ready to, like throw something at the tv <laughs> i'd have been very very upset tim so hopefully not a cat no not a cat i'll I'll throw them at many things but not a tv <laughs> so yeah i yeah i think we'll just give the spoiler warning and start talking through it it's just not like, spoilers aren't a big deal for this one, really. I mean, we've dodged talking about the bigger things, but honestly, it's not... It's kind of spoiler-proof I mean, in a lot of ways. To be honest, you could uh, explain the plot... Like, you could explain or basically say everything that happens in this movie in, like, probably two or three minutes. Like, I yeah, like I did enjoy the movie, but I wouldn't say a ton really happens in it. No, and that was a problem in the first one. I, I felt it again here where... I looked at the time and saw there was 10 minutes left and I went, wait, we're at the climax? I feel like we've not... We've not <laughs> and it's not that it's, it's, it's too short. It's not... Like, plenty yeah. of movies can, you know, build to a climax in 90 minutes. But it's like a... It's like a script that has erectile dysfunction. It just... It can't do there. It can't get to full mass and, and finish. <laughs> you know what it really does feel like? Um, especially since, again, you know, these movies all seem to take place right after you know one ends is it really does feel more like a a series instead of like mm. you know like like i could see this uh yeah it's like a limited horror series on netflix or, or something where one episode just leads right into the next or something like that yeah i hope part five doesn't take place right after four because it was made like 25 years later yeah. <laughs> and that might stick out is a bit weird yeah so uh we shall see so yeah, spoilers for subspecies too. You have been warned. All the rest of it. Blah blah blah. Uh, so, I told you my favorite subspecies before, right? Go on. You know, uh, turkey, a little bit of cheese, some bacon. 
as in a sub sandwich. I, I get yes. that. I get that. <laughs> You're far too proud of that. <laughs> far too proud of it. Anyway, so the movie opens with uh, Michelle narrating. She never does this again, by the way. It's just the opening scene where she's like, mm-hmm. ah, these things happened in the last movie and I was turned You're into a vampire. You're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> All my life, I always wanted to be a gangster. <laughs> I suppose it'd be vampire in this case. <laughs> That'd be like, uh, like if Guillermo was <laughs> narrating. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, as in from what we do in the shadows, yes. 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 I thought Del Toro at first, and then I thought, oh, no, 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 he means, he means yeah. uh, from from uh, what we do in the shadows. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> she explains what happened in the last movie, and she wakes up, and we quickly see that, it, okay, it's not her, it's a different actress. Fair enough. Uh, maybe the other actress just didn't want to come back, maybe she wasn't paid well enough. Maybe she was told you're doing full frontal, and she's like, nope, I'm out of here. <laughs> and then this actress was like, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, How many people will see this? Oh, that's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's just glaring, because she, she's topless in one scene and then full frontal mm-hmm. in another scene, and both times they're just so unnecessary, because it's just like, mm-hmm. let's just watch her get changed. And I'm like, we don't need to see this. Like, You, yeah. you could just show her grabbing some things with her hands and then cut to her walking out fully dressed. Like, we... You don't need yeah. to show, like, the process. Like, you, you could show her, like, starting to take off her clothes and then, like, like a, a bunch of bats, like, come <laughs> and fly in front of her and they say, like, uh-uh, not so, not so fast. <laughs> they're talking bats in this scenario, Tim? Well, yeah, they're vampire bats. <laughs> <laughs> so... But it's only whenever like nudity is on screen, they just they just fly over and then talk to the kids watching mm. at home. Before Michelle wakes up though, because she's in the coffin mm. right now, and she had remember she had what's Ste- in the coffin? She had Stefan. Uh, that's good timing. We just started our David Fincher season on the Collector's Cut, so you can go oh. and check out our thoughts on Seven, which we've been out in the first week of October. Nice. Yeah. Tim didn't uh, even mean to do that. He just stumbled on it. <laughs> Now, did did you start with Alien Three or I'm assuming you already covered that on Ace? Did you yeah. not want to double up? We already did that in Ace, so we started with Seven. Uh, okay. And we 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 will have done every single Fincher movie on Collector's Cut, barring Alien Three, which was already on Ace. And the only mm-hmm. thing we're skipping for now is the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo remake, because we'll do that with the other Dragon Tattoo movies someday. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You mean approved. like the, the original Swedish movies? There was a trilogy from Sweden and then there was yeah. a weird reboot after the Fincher one that tried to like bring it back again. An American? Yeah. yeah so so oh, Fincher did an American one that. in 2012-ish. Yeah. And then it was like three or four years ago they tried to do like a reboot. It was called The Girl Who Kicked the Spider's Nest, I want to say. Oh, okay. Okay. That sounds good. It was a different actress. It was a whole different team. But uh, they huh. tried to reboot it. Uh, and obviously it didn't do that well because there's been not a single word of it anymore. Uh, that's a shame. <laughs> I miss the girl franchise. Is this some sort of weird attempt at a boy reference? <laughs> no. If I was if I was if I was gonna talk about the boy, I would simply talk about the boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, so the important thing here is that before Michelle wakes up, uh, Radu, you know, gets put back to... Because he was decapitated. For those of you who don't remember from right. the last movie, he was decapitated. Uh, although, the, at the end of the movie clearly showed him, like, winking or something to imply, oh, he's not really dead, he'll be fine. He just needs to pull himself together. And this is the only time in the whole movie you see the subspecies, the little blood mm. gremlins come out, and they blood basically <laughs> connect his... Actually, maybe this is why I don't see them again. Do they actually become the tendons that reconnect his head to his neck? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean... They they are like his blood, so maybe once they do their task or whatever, they're reabsorbed back into the body. Or but it, it is called. I mean, it's the subspecies franchise. You think it, they'd find that a reason to bring them back out by the end of the movie? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like in the Home Alone franchise, he's not always Home Alone. You know, he isn't the only two that matter. <laughs> Okay, technically the second one, he's not at home, but, you know, he's still right, alone. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that always bugged me with the third one, is when you get to the third home alone, and he's not left alone when the parents go away for a week or anything like that. He's just alone during the day while the mum's at work, and I'm like, that's not really home alone. <laughs> that's just a that's few true. hours. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. <sighs> assume you do that at, on Collector's Cut at some point. <laughs> we actually are doing it next month. Well... Uh, I say next month. We're doing it in December for Christmas, obviously. Have fun with that. Somehow Tim has stumbled onto what we're currently doing in Collector's Cut and what we're doing next on Collector's <laughs> Cut without any prompts and any knowledge of what we're actually doing. I told you, I got my ear to the buzz. I, I hear I hear things. Uh-huh. Yes, okay. Well. You think I don't show up for those mild fuzz monthly meetings? <laughs> I mean, I don't show up for them, so I, I'm very impressed that you do. And it's mostly me and Connor. What the hell do you two even talk about? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> we don't have a lot in common. It's just a lot of silence and looking at our phones. <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah, this, this is the one big practical effect in the movie mm -hmm. is watching the uh, this, you know, prosthetic head be connected to the body and there's all these blood tendons that start to sort of yeah. pull it in. Credit where credit's due. It, it looks cool. Like, it, it is generally, like, pretty awesome. It's a fun effect. And this is, like, much like the first movie with the cutting off the fingers and then all the blood mm -hmm. demons, you know, coming to be. It, this, again, has this big scene at the start where they spent most of their money and then the rest of the movie has nothing on, yeah. on even remotely the same par as this. Very true. So, I can't wait to see if 3 does the same thing. Uh, don't spoil it. You keep it to yourself. That's supposed to... Okay. Be watching ahead anyway, you filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wait for something. <laughs> I then have an insult prepared, okay? I have to come mm -hmm. up with that on the spot. Sometimes it's not easy. Well, I mean, I did kind of think we were going to record these back to back, so I, I, I don't try to go ahead normally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a fair point. There was a small chance we might do that, but I didn't have time, okay? It's been a very busy... Between recording like two or three times a week with you, between uh, the weekly or the daily TV reviews, there's, there's new shows on. I'm having Daily? To, dear God. <laughs> I'm having to do uh, some extra shows as well that just started. It's been a very I, busy time, very busy month. I feel like... 
every other show should take a break in October. Like October should be our time. Like we, we don't need these distractions. Like yeah, this is our time. It's our time down here. <laughs> I'm assuming that's a reference from something, but I don't. Get it. <laughs> it's the Guinness time. <laughs> oh meh. What do you mean eh? What's this with eh? Eh, it's not that good. <laughs> You shut your filthy mouth. We talking about it's not that good. It's the goodies. It's overrated. <laughs> Who's your mother? <laughs> no comeback. Just a, a sad acceptance of the fact. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm I'm too close to her. I, I can't I can't vouch for how other people uh, perceive her accomplishments. <laughs> speaking of weirdos and their mothers uh, <laughs> radu's got a mother yeah. <laughs> apparently she wasn't mentioned in the first movie we didn't even know he had a mother in the first movie yeah it's like ugh. which how does uh, this even work so how can a vampire have two parents mm. Like well, as, usually, as, most people have two parents, a mom and a dad. No, but as a vampire, I assumed, like, the king was his dad because he sired him. He turned him into a vampire. You can't have oh, a mummy okay. and daddy sire, which means that they had him as a normal baby, but he's somehow a vampire? Um, I mean, I think we're going to have to go by the only other source on the subject we have, which... Unfortunately, it's going to be Twilight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the king could have you know, made love to her when she was a human and then had to have turned her because the vampire fetus was eating her alive from the inside out. She does look pretty rough, to be fair. This mummy character <laughs> does look like she's, de you know, uh, what's the phrase? Decomposing at a rapid rate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... It's, yeah, it's just weird. It's like, because he, he, he follows uh, Michelle, who Michelle runs away. We get a bit of a chase sequence. She goes on a train. He chases the train. Uh, he, Radu has a new superpower in this one that he didn't have in the last one, where he turns into a shadow and then apparently can travel as a shadow large distances, because we see him do it. <laughs> the first time it's just kind of implied, but later on you actually see like a shot where he turns into the shadow on the wall. And it's like, okay, I guess he can do this now. That never came up in the first one, but all right. So maybe that's what the bloodstone does. But he doesn't have the bloodstone for most of this movie. He had it for a little bit. <laughs> maybe it, it it lasts for like twenty four hours or something. Oh, he still got the gist from it. Is that, yeah. what, you, is that what you said? Exactly. Uh, so he follows he follows Michelle to the city, uh, Bucharest or something like that. What you say it was called? Like boop. Bucharest or something? It wasn't Budacrest, because I know Budacrest. It was like a slightly... Okay. It, was, it, was sounded kind of, it looked kind of like that, but it, had, it ended <laughs> in an eye. It was slightly different. <laughs> Buca di Beppo. <laughs> Baba di Pupi. No, that's my Italian accent uh, <laughs> no. like, phrase that I get. You know, you, you, Baba di Pupi gets you into the, the rhythm. <laughs> Baba ba, 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 di Duke. <laughs> the Baba di Duke. The Baba di... <laughs> Did the Italians remake the Baba Duke, Tim? <laughs> yeah, I think they did. <laughs> Is the Baba Duke, <laughs> the Baba Dukey. <laughs> so he's got his power, but when he's in here, apparently this is where his mummy lives. Like the crypt that his mummy's in is nearby the city. So he goes and visits her, and she's like doing alchemy, and she's got like all these like test tubes and these big like mm -hmm. orbs and cauldrons out, and he's like, 
Mother. <laughs> I have killed father. The vampire <laughs> kingdom is mine. And she's like, and what of your horrible half-brother? He is Dust's mother. So it's like, okay, she's happy with everything he did in the first movie. But then she says, and the bloodstone? And he's like, Stefan's uh, check. She stole it from me. His side piece. I think it was Coruscant, I think he said. But, um, yeah, actually, we didn't even mention that. So they opened the movie. He kills Stefan mm. while he's sleeping in a coffin before Michelle wakes up. He just stabs him and he turns into a skeleton. And he's like, <laughs> it's actually quite comical how he is just very, very quickly nothing but a skeleton. And I mm. assume they didn't have the actor back. Uh, which actually, the, the the dead bodies of the other women from the first movie were still lying around in the <laughs> opening scene. And I was thinking... These are probably different actors as well, because why would they go to the effort of getting the same ones back oh, sure. when when the main character's not even the same one? Yeah. But it would just put the weird little oddity that they did get those actors back, even though they couldn't get the, <laughs> the actual star who's going to be in the rest of the movie. They couldn't get yeah. back. But, yeah. Now, how mad were you when, like, in, you know, the first, like, three minutes of this movie, they already kill fan favorite Stefan? Is that, is that a serious question? Uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone gave a shit about Stefan and <laughs> did not give a shit about how he died. That's mm. my stance on the on the matter. Oof, I mean, I don't want to argue, but uh, I, I do feel bad for insert name of actor who played Stefan here. You sure this isn't just a, a, a blessing for him? maybe maybe he maybe he like went on to star in like the ginger dead man or some other full uh full moon feature so i was looking at the cast of the movie and i was thinking oh we spent some time talking about uh the shatner uh mm. daughter <laughs> what about what about yes. the who, who, what about this new actress playing michelle has she done anything mm. notable and i clicked on her name here right and she's mm. in a bunch of things that sound a bit racy for tv she's in something called silk stockings she's in I like I never watched that, but I I think like growing up that was always like a yeah, ooh, that was like a sexy show for adults. Yeah. Not actual porn, but just a bit racy, <laughs> I assume. Yeah. Uh she was in something called Frogtown Two, which I'm assuming is a sequel to Hell Comes to Frogtown starring Roddy Piper. Uh yeah, I mean, Which, I, I had no idea they did a sequel. Now that, that did I, but I've clicked on it. So this this lady's in it, but so is Robert Zadar. You know him and had that chin. What what is he from? I don't recognize the name. Samurai Cop, man, come on! Oh, oh my God, yes, and okay. also Maniac <laughs> Cop as well, which is the main thing I know him from, actually. Uh, which I guess we have to do the Maniac Cops at some point. We, we really yes, should do those. Uh, yeah. Also, Lou Ferrigno was in this, uh, and Brian James and Charles Napier. Oh God, you probably don't even recognize these names, Ooh. but I, I guarantee you, those last two oh. names I mentioned, you know their faces. Oh, Charles Napier, I I know because he was a, a voice on the the critic. Uh, ah, so yeah, okay. I, I know him from that. Um, but yeah, the, the other one though, I didn't recognize. Ryan James, you've definitely seen him and stuff. He was in a couple of Tales from the Crypt episodes, and um, he's in House okay. Three, and he's he's been in some other stuff. Oh, oh he's in Fifth okay. Element actually. He's got a role in Fifth Element. That's probably like one of his bigger, more higher profile things that he's done. <laughs> uh, so. I, don't, I don't know if I ever finished that movie. To be honest, yeah. did but, not care for it. What Fifth Element? Yeah. <laughs> 
You're just full of bad takes today, you know that? <laughs> I feel like I, I tried watching it like a couple of times and was just like, yeah, it's not doing for anything. That, for this me. is why you're on the horror podcast, Tim, and not the other ones, because I'd be very upset with you and the other movie shows <laughs> based on the opinions you're whipping out tonight, right? Uh, you'll be delighted to know, though, that she does go on to be in... Uh, well, she's in a movie called Blood Fist 5, which is irrelevant except for the fact that it says blood, so it caught my eye. But <laughs> sounds good. She's in... Species, subspecies three. She's in yes. subspecies four. And yes. <laughs> I don't think she came back. Oh, no, she did come back for the new one. Oh, never mind. She's in, she's in the rest of the franchise. We're never getting oh. rid of Michelle. <laughs> All right. I, I, I'm, I'm happy. You know, she's a good person. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know personally, but I can tell from her face. And her boobs? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I looked away during that scene, you know. You know <laughs> I love the idea you were sitting watching this with the wife, and the wife just puts her hand <laughs> over your eyes, like, no, avert your eyes, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, a, I'm a married man now. I can't be looking at other women that way. <laughs> Come on, movie. <laughs> I just I'm laughing because I'm imagining her doing that but the two kids are sitting in front of you and she's not covering their eyes she's just covering your eyes alright well they gotta learn they need someday. education yeah they need sex yeah. education it's important for a growing mind <laughs> you, you're you though you're a rich though if you look at too many boobs now you're a dirty old man and she doesn't want that it's true yeah. she wants you to remain pure yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay what the hell are we talking about in this movie? Okay, so Michelle has come to the city. Uh, Radu's followed and went to visit Mummy, who's like, Get me! Uh, I'm doing my Radu voice, on. Get me! The Bloodstone! <laughs> and he's like, Yes, Mummy. And that, that's what really got me, is that he says Mummy. He doesn't say Mother. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say something or something. He says Mummy. He says it like he's a child. I, I, that really stuck out to me. Well, you know, it's a, it's a nod to the classic horror character, the Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very meta horror series. Uh, sure. So uh, I, I will say, you know, as much as, you know, the, my big takeaway from the first movie was just like how much I love Brad Du. He's just such an over the top, like chewing scenery kind of character. And it just, you know, just have so much fun anytime he's on screen. And then this movie, it's like double it because, you know, Mummy as well is just like, you know, again, just so like gross looking and so unabashedly evil and you know she's fun to watch he's fun to watch and like when they're together i'm just like i'm having a good time like i just watch these freaks you know talk about anything for a you know a half an hour it's it's good to me it is good okay well we don't see radu again for a while so uh hopefully you got your fill at this point because we have a lot to do with the other character mm-hmm. michelle phones her sister and tells her she needs her help and then she goes to stay in a hotel room I guess she had money with her, which, I, I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. She also bought a train ticket, so I guess, yeah, she does have her, her wallet, wallet or whatever. But uh, she, 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 in the bedroom, she ever considers the fact that when the sunlight comes up, it's going to be a problem. So she mm-hmm. starts obviously feeling pain with the sunlight, and she goes and hides in the bathroom mm-hmm. and falls asleep in the bathtub. 
And then when two maids show up a little bit later, they find her and think she's dead. Mm. Because she looks dead. <laughs> she's not moving. <laughs> uh, and the police even think she's dead. And they put her in, uh, not an ambulance per se, but uh, you know, the coroner's van. And she ends up waking up halfway to the morgue and runs out, uh, causes a car crash because the, the driver freaks out, as you might when you think someone's <laughs> dead and they just sit up yeah. like they're Michael Myers. Uh, but she freaks out <laughs> and she actually runs to a museum, goes to the basement mm. and finds a coffin there to sleep in. And I'm like, surely the important part's just that you're out of the sunlight. Not that you're in a coffin. Because hell, even Radu, we see him sleeping in this movie and he's just mm-hmm. like on the concrete under a, like a crypt. He's not even in a coffin. And uh, which, and not only that, this coffin she sleeps in, I don't know if you noticed anything specific details about this coffin. If you were to describe this coffin with one key detail, what might you mention, Tim? You might mention that mm. the lid is made of glass and is see-through, <laughs> which... I get that it's already in a basement, so it probably doesn't matter. But mm. you know, if the whole point <laughs> is to is here, yeah, <laughs> if the whole point is to guard out the sun, a glass coffin doesn't seem like a good idea. Michelle's not too bright, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. <laughs> now I, I will give her a little credit because uh, I do feel like you kind of see vampires walking around at all hours of the day <laughs> in, in these movies. <laughs> like, there's been plenty of scenes where, you know. Radu's walking out like when it's very clearly not nighttime. Oh, even the first time he lies down in this movie, he, he realizes the sun's coming up, so he sort of crawls back to his crypt and he goes down the mm-hmm. stairs and all that. When he gets to where he's sleeping, there's like a beam of light hitting where he's lying, and I'm like, there's no lights in here, <laughs> so what is that if not sunlight? That has to be sunlight. There's nothing else that could be, but doesn't seem to bother him, so <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um,. You know, and then uh, it was something I was kind of confused with, like the first movie, because I feel like there is vampire lore where, like, you know, vampires need to sleep in like a coffin that has like, you know, spe- they're like specific, uh, like dirt or whatever, like from the mm. grave or, or whatever. Um, so for a while, I, I, I think, I think that, you know, with the first movie or, or whatever, that I kind of thought they had something like that because it seemed like he would, it would be important for him to, yeah, like make it to his, uh, you know, grave when, when uh, or a uh, coffin or whatever when nighttime comes. But yeah, I guess it seems like no, it just they just have to be in a. Well, I guess they don't have to be in a coffin because yeah, as long as they're away yeah, from it's the light you... or whatever. But they seem like they need to. They, they want to go to coffins like they're drawn to it. It's I don't know. It's weird. It's this not... movie doesn't really set down a lot of vampire rules, and it's not consistent with the ones that it does kind of imply. You know, like yeah. what, what works for Radu doesn't work for Michelle. Yeah, <laughs> what works for Michelle doesn't work for Radu. It's <laughs> hard to get a, a grasp, grasp, grasp on these things. Uh, mm. Michelle's thing in the middle of the movie because it kind of shifts to being her sister's movie for a good while. But Michelle's mm-hmm. thing when she wakes up is that she just kind of goes wandering, and like obviously he's like starting to like feel thirst, so she's like looking mm. at people, and she follows this sort of punk rock looking guy into like a metal club, and. Mm starts kissing him and is like tempted to bite him but then sort of like runs away in fear like oh no i can't do that i don't want to be a killer so she runs out and uh just sort of yeah runs away that's basically it <laughs> yeah and then, then then she runs into her sister eventually so i guess we'll go back and talk about the sisters to build up to that point her mm-hmm. side of things the uh, rebecca arrives goes looking for her sister goes to the hotel and when she gets to the hotel 
they say sit there and someone will be with you and eventually it's the policeman who comes in and comes up to talk to her it's like now i must apologize we thought your sister was dead but she woke up on the way to the morgue <laughs> we don't actually hear this conversation he just kind of starts and we cut away and then we come back when he's at the end of the story uh but this guy also shown up from the u.s embassy named mel who i guess is kind of rebecca's love interest but they don't really like do yeah. anything with it i i, I kind of get the feeling and I guess you'll know this, but I kind of get the feeling they're leaving some of this for the third one because he just doesn't, he's just not involved in the last act. He just kind of disappears at a certain point. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll be honest, like some of the, some of these two movies did kind of blend together. So I'll be careful mm. and not, you know, mention anything. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so they go looking for information on what she was doing. That's when they go to the, the guy at the museum who then takes them to the palace where the girls were in the first movie and they go looking around uh he's explaining stuff although he says like three or four times that he just can't remember something which is like you're very useful as a historian you are if you just can't remember anything <laughs> but they go into the, the main place where radu lives and radu actually shows up at the top of the stairs he's came all the way back and because because his mum told him to come back and burn the bodies of the others so he just kind of says you are trespassing! Leave at once! <laughs> he doesn't kill them. He just asks them to leave. Uh, and they, they, do, they do. They leave. That, that, that getting soft in his old age. That was it. That was the whole exciting adventure. <laughs> and it's when they're back at the hotel, or Rebecca gets back to the hotel, she sees her sister watching from across the street, and mm. this is where the two plots intersect, and she goes across and she asks what's happened, and Michelle just kind of keeps giving her cryptic answers, and doesn't really say anything. Just say you're a vampire. <laughs> I know. So Rebecca whips out the bloodstone and says, what's this? Because they've been really curious about it because it was in uh, Michelle's bag. And the policeman is convinced she stole it from somewhere, even though no one's reported such a thing missing. <laughs> he just thinks it looks expensive and therefore it must be stolen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but immediately Michelle grabs it and starts, you know, like drinking the blood from it. Uh, or, or just, I don't know if she drinks it from this scene, but she drinks from it soon. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. though, Radu shows up in this scene and comes after Michelle, and specifically the Bloodstone. So, mm -hmm. that's that's that. I don't remember what happened next. <laughs> Does it just go right <laughs> into like the final battle? No, no. That... That's the thing. It kind of resets, mm -hmm. and okay. Rebecca goes... Does she, does she hide the Bloodstone with uh, Becky, then? No, I don't think like so. She gets it for a bit? No, no. Uh, Rebecca just okay. Rebecca just starts investigating again the next day, and she tells mm -hmm. uh, Mel and the detective that she saw her sister last night, and they don't really mm -hmm. react to it. Like you would think that if she said that, they would go looking for like clues to where she went. From will that cat stop jumping backwards and forwards across the camera? <laughs> it's annoying me. Hey, I can't control this thing any more than you can. <laughs> he's done it like five times in the last minute <laughs> jesus christ it's a microphone not a hurdle okay <laughs> anyway uh she so they they go researching more they go looking to talk like read more books about vampires the professors like telling them more about vampires and takes them back to the palace uh eventually i think this is definitely like the no the the most dull the movie gets uh, I would say at this point, um, yeah I mean if if you're not 
talking about Radu or Mummy, like, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, you know, Becky's fine, but like, you know, this whole little, you know, group of characters or whatever, the, anytime it kind of focuses on them for a long while, that's when the movie really dips in the wanting to pay attention. <laughs> of it all which is a lot of the middle of the movie to be fair especially mm-hmm. the back half of the middle because the like we, we just sort of keep investigating despite the fact that she's already seen michelle and it feels like why are we still investigating this other stuff when that seems like but sure enough the professor's got a book that talks about the king and the vampires and his two sons stefan and uh radu and that there's a mum somewhere and he kind of puts a lot of these things together meanwhile michelle wakes up thirsty again and this time does actually kill someone uh and feeds on them she goes to the same metal bar again and lures a guy back to the museum and then feeds on him and she's not happy about it she's very upset uh but uh before long radu shows up and takes her back to the palace that they all started at so actually no no i think it's where the mum lives i guess the mummy's crypt they go, they go to and basically the, the final part of the movie is that Rebecca brings the professor to kill Radu and save her sister <laughs> during the daytime, right? So it's broad daylight, and he's like, there's nothing to worry about. It's broad daytime. Jeez. And I am going, Tim, do something about that cat. <laughs> it's a wild beast I can't control. <laughs> Throw it down on the floor. Be like, no, desk's off limits. <laughs> yeah, can you step down? There you go. See, see, just a little nudge, a little encouragement is all you need. Well, d- 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 back. back up. What? <laughs> Screw you, cat. You're not in charge here. Tim's not even in charge. I'm in charge. Oh dear. Do I say? Do I say? You little shit. <laughs> anyway, so they they're in and they're about to stake Radu as he's lying sleeping next mm-hmm. to Michelle, uh, because that's where they're hanging out before they do whatever they're going to do when the sun sets. And the twist here, because there's like blood starts squirting out, but it's not Radu's blood. Mummy apparently is not a vampire because she stabs him from behind the professor and he's just got blood squirting everywhere. And then, you know, she grabs Michelle. The sun goes down. And then next thing we know, Michelle's on a table tied up and Radu and Mummy Radu are going to do something to her. Uh, in fact, I, we glossed over this. There was a scene in the middle of the movie where Radu breaks into the hotel room where uh, Rebecca's staying and like lifts mm-hmm. up her nightie and is about to bite her leg, and it's just because the mm-hmm. phone rings that he goes, Oh no, the phone! And he, he sort of like skedaddles out of the scene. Damn you, phone. <laughs> my, one, my one nemesis... I think it's around here where you actually see him turn into a shadow because he's up at like a window and he just sort of like fades away and then there's like a big shadow of him like moving down the wall and I'm like, okay, I guess he can do that. I guess that's his abilities. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, but Michelle wakes up, comes to find her sister on this table and is like, no, don't do it. And Radu's like, no, come and bite her. She's got a vein right here. Mm-hmm. A, an artery that pumps blood throughout the leg. It'll squirt like a fountain if you bite into it. <laughs> And he's, he really thinks this is going to like win her over. Uh, but instead, mm. she starts fighting Mummy and sets mm. Mummy on fire. I, do you know what? See when the the Mummy, like, corpse-looking woman was attacking Michelle? Mm. I was thinking she looks a little bit like the Crypt Keeper from Tales of the Crypt. 
I can see that, yeah. It doesn't have the same <laughs> sense of humour, of course, uh, but d- different visual no. style. Yeah. Different visual style. So, <laughs> uh, then, of course, she ends up fighting Radu. She stabs Radu in the face with a blade, multiple times, <laughs> in fact, and also stabs him in the hand at one point. And I was thinking, oh, maybe some blood will come out of Radu and the subspecies will show up and do something and that'll be part of the climax. Could be fun. They did not. (laughs) She just stabs him a bunch and then stabs him, I I guess in the heart with some wood. To be honest, though, the thing she stabbed Mm -hmm. him with looked like a blade, so I wasn't really sure why it seemed to kill him. At least... Well, again, we we have no idea what, like, the rules are in... with these uh, vampires. We really don't. They really don't. So Rebecca is let off the table by Michelle. They go to the exit where the gate is, but it's sunlight, and Rebecca's like, or Michelle's like, I can't go because of the sunlight, and Rebecca's like, okay, I'll wait until dark for you out here. And it's like, okay. But then the movie just ends with Mummy showing up all burned from her fire wounds mm-hmm. from before, and she grabs Michelle into the shadows, and that's when the credits roll. That's it. It just mm-hmm. leaves there. Like, None of this felt really like a climax. I felt like I didn't really get to know no. either of the main characters enough to really be invested in what they were doing or saving themselves. And the ending just kind of feels like, <laughs> yeah, you knew you were making a third one and you're just kind of... Yeah. Because you didn't kill Radu. You, like, you didn't even convince right. me you've done anything to him, really. He's just kind of out for like if, a minute. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, if he can come back from having his head chopped off, like... Yeah, just getting stabbed a couple of times is, doesn't really feel too uh, permanent. No, nah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, really. I, it's, it's, it, there's definitely it's a, a feeling that they do stuff that's just barely serviceable without really worrying if it actually feels like an ending, because it doesn't feel like an ending. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell exactly, like, what, <laughs> like people want uh in in this movie like it's like okay we know you want the bloodstone but why exactly like why is this so important like what do you want to do with it like it seems like they have like some big plans for it but i and i never really got exactly like why it is so important like you know if this is supposed to be you know to bring up thanos again like like if this is like you know the infinity gauntlet or whatever of this universe like you gotta let us know that like that's why they want it um it's just it's just very vague. It has power. That's literally all yeah. we hear. It, like we have no mm-hmm. understanding of what it will actually do beyond just feed them. And we know that Radu likes killing people anyway, so he doesn't need yeah. it for that. Uh, <laughs> if it, if anything, I guess the hope of the main characters is that they'll keep it for Michelle, so she can just live as a vampire without ever having a you know she oh, can sure, yeah. she can live like Stefan did, just feeding on yeah. the bloodstone, <laughs> not worrying about anything else. There you go. But and then yeah, it, it is weird that like. I don't know, at points, you know, Becky and her group of friends, uh, her Scooby gang, like, you know, it does, at points feel like, you know, they're taking over the movie, then at points it feels like they're, they're dialing back and saying, like, oh, no, these aren't really the main characters, just kidding. Um, so, like, I don't know, it, it, it kind of feels weird, like, sometimes when, like, you're focusing on them and then not focusing on them. It um, is, because it doesn't bounce back evenly to make it feel like it's a, you know, they're both main characters and we're switching between mm-hmm. But at the same time, because it like starts off with Michelle for like twenty minutes and then shifts to Rebecca, and then we kind of forget Michelle exists for like twenty minutes or so, it does yeah. feel like oh we've shifted main character. But then whenever we shift back to the other one, we we stick with them for so much time that it it does feel weird. It doesn't. It feels like both of them are are missing for 
too long stretches of time to especially michelle i feel like michelle after the opening 20 minutes will be gone for a while and then get a few scenes and then be gone for a long time and she was the main character in the first one it doesn't feel like she was because it's a different actress like it's hard to actually think oh this is the same one from the last movie uh especially since correct me if i'm wrong didn't this character in the last movie have really short hair She might have. I'm trying to think if it was. I, I know, like one of the group at, at the very least had short, shorter hair. Yeah, I think I think it was her. Uh, I think I think it was Michelle yeah. because in this movie she does not have short hair. She has long no, hair. She has big volumetric hair, and it's like, what did her hair grow overnight? Because she's a vampire now. <laughs> like that's what I mean. That, that's my only justification. If like, yeah, I guess when you become a vampire, you just your looks change. <laughs> like, what can you say? Like, you look like a different person. Yeah, um, I, I, you know, a lot of the cast of this one are back in the next one, and the next one, I believe, is the same year, I want to say. Yeah, 1994. So I, I, oh, think, yeah. I think they did two and three as, like, one big production or back-to-back productions because they sort of, I think they signed everyone to a two-movie deal, so. Yeah, and I, watching it, it, it does feel like that, Yeah, yeah. So I suspect that this feels more like a two-parter than it does mm-hmm. uh, two individual movies, which kind of ma- and they, because they are quite cheap, they feel like TV movies in a lot of ways, and that's how TV movies oh, sometimes sure. feel. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I'm excited to see the conclusion of this. <laughs> well, it's not the end, obviously, because there's a four and five, mm-hmm. uh, but four was a bit later. That was like 1998, and then five is 2023. So yeah. we'll see how what they do with those, uh, but... Yeah. It ends like it ends with a cliffhanger, but I mean, uh, unlike you know, uh, across the Spider Verse, you, you didn't have to wait, you know, like a whole other year for this one to you, to see the resolution. Yeah, but I bet people were wishing they did. <laughs> they weren't. They weren't ready. They they hadn't forgotten how bad the movie was yet to be excited for the next one. <laughs> hey, well, I'm excited. <laughs> You know, I mean, it, it does feel strange uh, watching these back to back because I, I, I and uh, you know, the first, second, and third movie, they all do feel you know, very similar in a, in a lot of ways. Where you know, some of the strengths are the same, but some of the weaknesses uh, are also the same. So it's a, uh, it's a little odd, but hey, you can do worse things with your time. Yeah, but not by much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess we're ready to rate because I, I don't think I've got anything left to say about this one in particular. <laughs> it's it's slightly better than the first one because it has a little bit more variety in what it's doing, but there's still stretches where it's just characters talking. And what's worse is that when they're investigating stuff, they're mostly just investigating what happened in the first movie. So if you saw the first movie, you already know all the answers to what they're looking into. Like when they're asking yeah. the professor <laughs> questions and they're talking about, oh, what, what, what were they doing out here? what happened out here we saw all this so it's actually tedious because we're not even getting any new information it probably works better if you didn't see the first one that's fair but anyway what are you rating subspecies 2 um do you remember when i gave the first one <laughs> i don't even i can tell you i've got my uh my okay. uh you gave it 4.5 tim okay um yeah i <laughs> A lot of the weaknesses uh, are the same where, again, it is just, you know, there's stretches uh, in the middle of the 
movie where it's just kind of uninteresting characters talking that don't really care about. But again, the the Radu stuff and, and now introducing his mummy, uh, that stuff is so much fun to me that I did, you know, always got a little uh little jolt uh whenever they would appear on screen I, I still think they were a ton of fun um and then every now and again there was like you know uh something cool or interesting that happened uh and, and again there's like cool stuff in the beginning or whatever so um I, I i didn't find this as much of a slog as the first one like we kind of you know said several times now uh so i i, I did find it more an enjoyable watch but still you know, kind of like a, a like i was uh, talking about earlier um, you know, like like what how you had mentioned as as well with the other movie, uh, that you know, there's only a, as uh, you know a ceiling to as high uh, how high you can go with these movies. Like you know, it can't you know <laughs> you know go too too high. Even though I, I did kind of enjoy this one, uh, but I'll give it I think a five point five. Just uh, yeah, just just a little bit better than the first one. Still has problems. Still not a best movie by far. But uh, I don't know. It was watchable and. I got some more Radu, which I uh, enjoyed, and every now and again there's a cool thing. So, uh, yeah, that's not a horrible score <laughs> for this type of movie, I suppose. I guess I'll go slightly higher than my last score. I'll say 4.5 for this one. It's a little <laughs> bit better. There's a little bit more variety. Uh, it does feel like there's kind of more of a plot, but although it's a lot of deceiving because mm -hmm. at times they're just kind of like re, re going over what happened in the first movie. But. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like this might be the ceiling of the franchise. I, like I, I would love nothing more than to be pleasantly surprised that four or the newer one is kind of like a a solid movie. But I'm not holding my breath at this point. They're they're kind of rough. But I mean, I've seen worse. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I've seen worse. Still better than Twilight, I guess. <laughs> 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 I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. That's Bloodstone, Subspecies 2, and Tim's, I think, when he forced me to do more of these throughout October, so look forward to more. <laughs> uh, so yes, but we have some other things planned, I'm happy to say. We've got a Halloween-themed, or Halloween-set movie, I should say, for Halloween mm -hmm. itself. Um, we're hopefully going to get to a couple other 2023 releases that we've not gotten to yet, <laughs> whether they be from earlier in the year or even brand new releases, just kind of depends. We're going to squeeze in as much as we can, so hopefully you keep enjoying Octoberthon. And you can support all of the efforts and all this extra recording and editing I'm doing, which is really mm. filling up my time. I've had no time to play video games in the last like week and a half time. I've been just editing. And well, luckily, it's a pretty dry month. Nothing's coming out October 2023 to play. <laughs> that is a joke, right, Tim? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's been one of the busiest video game years in, well, years. Uh, it's been jam-packed with releases. Uh, <laughs> multiple games out this month that I want to play. There's games from the last few months that I've still not played that I want to play, so it's, it's, a, it's a whole thing. Uh, you probably, <laughs> viewers will probably notice a, a dip in episodes once Spider-Man 2 is out. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know if I'm getting it straight away, so I don't know if, if, if it dips, it's because well, I'm of getting you. it, you fool. <laughs> I won't be watching shit. <laughs> How dare you? We, if we still have things to cross off for October, we'll be crossing them off, Timothy. I'll tell you what you can cross off. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, you can support all the content over at patreon.com slash TV. Uh, the bonus episodes for patrons have returned. In fact, uh, usually there's one a month. Uh, that'll be the case going forward. But there's two this month, so 
Uh, I'm sure the first one's already out by now. Uh, we haven't recorded the second one yet, so this is my remainder to Tim. <laughs> so we have to do that. We'll get to it. My God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, we, we are putting out a lot of, like, you know, I, I know we've been gone for a while, but we are doing a lot of extra stuff this month. So, you know, it would be nice if, you know, you know if people showed their love, you know, you know oh. throw us a buck here or two or, you know, or, hey, at least, you know, like the stuff and try to share it with your friends or whatever that that'd be a nice thing to do yeah yeah, yeah. spread the show <laughs> yeah we're giving you lots of tricks so why don't you give us some treats yeah hi that's the show everyone thank you very much for joining us <laughs> keep watching scary movies and we will see you next time